This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Masters of Horror, two various episodes. Now that's it. Yay, yay! Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Hot Lanta. And I'm Troy. We're doing something a little different. We didn't watch no damn movie. No. We watched yeah, a couple we, of damn episodes. Yeah, we got a suggestion from Dummy Act. Well, we got two different suggestions from Dummy Act to watch two different episodes of Masters of Horror. And we were like, why can't we just watch these in the same week? And so we did. And here we are. Yes. Problem solved. Yep. That's us solving problems. That's what we do. Yep. Drinking at them. Yep. We drink our we drink until our problems go away. Alcohol. That's how that works, right? It stops the phone calls. Yeah, it's the cause of and solution to most problems. <laughs> most of life's problems. True. Yes. And for the uninitiated, Masters of Horrors is an anthology series. That was on Showtime in the early two thousands. Yeah, where a different With, director does a different episode. I yeah, had never you, heard about it until today. I had heard about it earlier. Like, I know Don Coscarelli did one. Uh, John Carpenter did at least one. I think uh, Romero did one. Yeah, you know, I mean, names people recognize. Yeah. Recognizable and, uh, names are recognizable these days. Yep. And the two that we did this week were uh, the fair-haired child, or mm-hmm. the fair bairn, as I like to call it. Uh, shout out to James, who does not listen to this podcast, but maybe Matt will tell him. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and that one was by William Malone, who yeah. I think his claim to fame was directing the the haunting of Hill House, the nineteen ninety nine like CGI crap fest. And uh, so, you know, I have opinions on him. And then uh, the other one was called Imprint, as uh, done by Takeshi Miike, uh, Miike of Audition fame, uh, which yeah. is a much better regarded movie than The Haunting of Hill House, 1999. I won the uh, Itchy the Killer, too. Yeah, I think he did Itchy the Killer. I think he's done a couple other ones, maybe, that we've uh, seen, too. Yakuza Apocalypse, I think. Oh, yeah, that was fun. That had the the frog guys in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and was it the ladies with the katanas coming out of their butts who apologized as they were trying to cut to you? That movie's fucking whack. Butt swords. <laughs> In the best possible way. I, I have one of my friends, uh, was I suggested American Mary to him because someone had suggested, he's like, oh, like a female director directed this movie, a Southland, which we have not done for the podcast. We need to do for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but there's a, there's a female director directs one of the episodes or one of the vignettes in that. And I was like, oh, have you seen American Mary? Because, you know, some two women directed that. They're twins uh, and sisters. And 
if that's how that works. Twins and, and sisters. <laughs> weird. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, yeah, like, and I'm like, it's a little strange, but it's fine. And then I was like, oh, and have you seen? You need to watch Tag, uh, which was uh, it's not on Netflix any longer, but it's still on Prime. It's on Prime now, at least in the U.S. And uh, he's like, Tag, like that's not the one with Jeremy Renner. I'm like, no. He's like, is it the one with? Uh, the description says a pig in a tuxedo with a knife. I'm like, yes, that's the one. <laughs> yes. It's a bit bonky donkey, but it's really good. <laughs> Bonk donk. And then uh, I also suggested after that Tokyo Tribes, because how could you not suggest Tokyo Tribes to someone if you're suggesting weird movies? Tokyo Tribes is fun. Oh, that's a great movie. It is. So, yeah. But hopefully I'll ha- he'll watch Tag soon, and then he'll be like, Holy crap, that was amazing. I'm like, yes, yes, it is. Bonk donk. Bonky donkey. But this week we watched Fairbairn and Imprint. Yeah. And we're going to start off with... Tell us all about it, storyteller. Fairbairn. Yes. As directed by William Malone and Gregory Nicotero does the makeup effects for this one. Post Malone's grandpa. Yes. And I was like, Gregory Nicotero? He usually just goes by Greg. He's trying to be more professional. Yeah, he wanted to sound fancy. Highfalutin. So this one starts off from the beginning with uh, a girl. Yes. And it's, it's your story of a girl. It's your classic uh, girl in high school who is inexplicably uh, disliked by everyone due to her totally fine everything, I guess. Yeah, being, probably the way she was sitting in that chair. She's just too fucking average. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she. she I mean, she, she wasn't even, laughing at herself with the rest of the other kids. What's her problem? Well, it's not like she had glasses in a ponytail, so she was some kind of freak weirdo until they took it down in the middle of the second act. After the montage. To reveal that she was a secret hottie the whole time. Just like you. Chris is a secret hottie. He does wear glasses. Yep. I used to have a ponytail. Yep. (laughs) I can can imagine, and that, that, that bothers me. It was very sultry. It was. That, that was the description <laughs> most people used. How <laughs> sultry. Yeah. <sighs> and then, then he moved to the man bun, and he's never gone back. Uh, well, there was the a, a brief pigtail period, too. but Yeah. Uh, but everyone laughs at her because she can't solve a trigonometry problem. Yeah, back to your book point, Dexter. Yeah, what kind of person can't go up and do sides and cosines in their head on a chalkboard? Fucking idiot. Yeah, they were laughing at her to try to help. Yep. And I just shouted Sokotoa at the screen. Bear. It's a magic math word. I was afraid of that yesterday. You just <laughs> thought it was some kind of witchcraft, I'm sure. I think all math is witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. And electricity to a certain extent. A certain extent, <laughs> all electricity is witchcraft. No, no, he can handle he can handle AC, but not DC. Yeah, he just he don't get it if it don't. Plug I don't in. like where this is going. <laughs> Magnets, how do they work? <laughs> ICP. And then, uh, yeah. So and then she like rides off in a huff, 
after staring at a couple making out because she's weird. Oh, don't forget about that uh, set of hands they showed with the bottle of chloroform. Oh, yes. Yeah. That way you know There's... the guy's in the van. I thought it was going to be a woman in the van because I thought they were trying to fake us out by making us think it was a man. Cause... Ah, family. No. So she rides off from school. Yeah, and she heads home down Rural Access Road 1A. Horrifying, foggy path. <laughs> I did used to live on Rural Route 1 before they changed it to a, a street name. Rural Route Street? Well, uh, 30th Avenue. Ah. Ooh, an avenue. That's a big yeah. upgrade. That was a fancy Quick, gravel quit. road. Because <laughs> it's still a gravel road to this day. <laughs> And uh, she's getting followed by a chloroform man in a van. Yeah, I can go chloroform man, Brett. Chlorophyll, more like borophyll. Uh, I thought you were going to go like ice cream man with it instead. Chloroform man. There you go. Is that right? Did I do good? Yes, you did. You did what you're supposed to. Yep. You Don't, hit eh, the marginal eh, level eh. of acceptable. Hey, Chris. You need to yeah, settle down, you- bud. He deserves a silver star for this episode. Come at me, bro. Put one up on the put one up put a st- silver star sticker up on the board for him. You even lift, bro? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he does twelve ounce lifts. Am I right? Yeah, that's he, my kind of rep. He stains when he has to. Yeah. Uh, I've uh, been known to. Don't stand. talk to me about. Don't talk to me about standing. Last week, went to my 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 brother in law's house and. I think I've mentioned before in the podcast that he had a stroke, but now like his toilet is just like normal high, to- high toilet. But then there's a f- like a four inch riser on the seat, so you basically have to poop standing up when you're sitting on it. Wait, it's not good. That's not what most people do already. So it'd be yeah. like a regular bathroom time for me because I feel like all toilets are basically the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your knees would not be up at, up by your chin. Brett, they would be like at, you know, but being hip level six foot seven you. as I am, sometimes but, I feel like I'm pooping the floor. See, I'm six foot tall, but I have like short legs for a six foot tall person. Like I have like a thirty one and a half inch, thirty one inch inseam at six feet tall. So like, I had to like my sat on the toilet and like my tippy toes were touching the floor. <laughs> no, I'm a leggy broad, so yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, you said about standing. All I could think of was, like, standing and pooping. Sorry. Standing Big digression. But look where it took us. Yeah. Stand in the place where you poo. I think Chris is trying to... I don't know. What are you doing over there? So we're... Oh, so she's riding her bike and she gets hit by a van. Yeah. And goes flying off her bike. Because he knew the chloroform wouldn't be fast enough. And yeah. she's like, oh, I think I'm injured. So the guy grabs her by her legs and drags her along the ground. He was and a she's paramedic. Like, and she's like, no, stop. Uh, don't stop. And I'm like, wait, didn't you just say you thought you were injured? And he's like now pulling on you and dragging you. You're not like, ah. It was no comma. Don't stop. Yeah. So she gets a. Uh... Abducted, chloroformed, and taken off to place. It's for told, res- she's late for her damn recital. Exactly. And she uh, comes to 
almost comes three. Yeah. To Lori Petty. Yeah, and Lori Petty is dressed up as a nurse, and it's like, hey, don't worry, everything's cool. Yeah, and she's got her hairstyle for just the new black, only it's dyed black instead of a gray hair color. Yeah. And she's all, hey, don't worry about it, man, everything's cool. This is a hospital, probably. I'm a nurse, clearly, according to my name tag. We're in a different state, but you're fine. I do not have a tank. Nope, there's no kangaroo rat iced teas. Or holographic Malcolm McDowell dowel heads. Yeah. So, you know, deduct points is needed. I still want to know where he keeps his brains if his head's holographic. In his booty hole. Fair enough, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, Lori Petty's like, no, it's cool. Everything's fine. She's like, I should probably call my mom. She's like, yeah, call your mom. Because it turns out her mom is hopped up on goofballs. Hopped up on goofballs. No, she's just taking, like, all the opioids. It's NyQuil. Yeah. She's got a cold. Sniff, sniff. And her her mom's like, can I call you back in five minutes? And the girl's like, but I didn't even tell you what the fucking number is. You know, you can't call me back in five minutes. How about you call me back in five minutes then? <laughs> Hold on, honey. Mommy's peeking. Yeah. She's just nodding and nodding. Oh, I, I was just, like, oh, I just, that's... I just got to rest my eyes for a minute. Like, that's probably, like, one of the more horrific parts of the movie or the episode because you're just, like, you can just feel that her home life is shitty. She was all doped up, dog. Six ways from Chris's house. Sure. The, the six cardinal directions? Yes. All six. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, and anyway, she um, she has like a psychobilly freak out and then... Uh, a psychobilly freak out. Runs out... Like runs down the hallway and discovers that she's not actually in a hospital. She's just in a nice house. Yeah. The crib, dog. Legit. And she uh, gets escorted to the basement. Which just had the stairs removed. Yeah. And by escorted, I mean thrown into. Well, most yeah. of the stairs. There was one at the top. Yeah, it's just one real big stair. One big yeah. step. And with a with a mattress at the bottom, you know, for landing, hopefully. Yep. And she uh, she comes to down there. It wanders a... around for a good like five minutes. Yeah. Until she sees uh, the kid trying to hang himself. Not trying to hang himself, just hanging there. Yeah, just chilling, like hanging like just... out. He's been like, he had to have been choking for at least five minutes. If they had, uh, if they had strung him up immediately before throwing her in there, yeah. And I was like, "How long was that dude hanging down there?" <laughs> and she, uh, she gets him down. Turns out that he, uh, he can't talk on account of the you know neck damage from hanging. But he can communicate damage. through the dirt writing. Yes, and he says his name is Johnny. Yanni. Johnny, he said. That's Christian. Yes. 
Yeah, Christian, you don't know it, but you're featuring in the podcast right now. Just keep saying bleep. <laughs> Is he okay? I don't know. I'm quitting Discord on my computer so that I can not be notified every time he posts something. <laughs> Yell at him. So, uh, but, the, Johnny, uh, Karate and, kicks her. Oh, wait, no. Hits her with the crane. Yeah. Now Mr. Green's chiming in. <laughs> They're all guests <laughs> on the podcast now. Yeah. The gang's all here. Shout out to our Discord followers. Whoop, whoop. Chat yeah, most active lately have been what? Be heard. Yeah, Christian, Mr. Green, and Dummy Act have all been on there recently. Tell Chris to quit being such a fucking suck ass. Yeah, all of you, tell him that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. It's one of those viral challenges. Yeah, is that Chris what it is? is a, <laughs> it's the Chris is a suck ass challenge. Yeah. You have to tell Chris he's a suck ass or donate 50 bucks to uh, the uh, the, the Alexandria or Animal Welfare League of Alexandria. Yeah, it seems like it's just way easier to tell me I'm a suck ass. You're honestly. a suck ass. See? Well, yeah. But yeah, if we raise fifty bucks for the Animal Welfare League of Alexandria, I'll be happy. That's where we adopted our dog from. So, uh, jerks in the basement. There's uh, scrawlings on the walls about get out, run away. Watch yeah, out for get him. out before it comes. Uh, Until it, it, it sleeps, it's coming. Beware the fair-haired child. The door yes. says. I thought Chris Beware. was the fair-haired child for a while. I was kind of scared. Beware the fair bairn. And uh, meanwhile, upstairs, we get a little uh, more info on the couple. They used to be musicians of some note. And maybe music teachers? I think so. Yeah. And she played cello. He played piano. P-N-E. He was the piano man. He did not sing us a song. He's a 12-inch pianist. <laughs> and uh, he had a weird dream about wearing a dunce cap in the middle of a river and saying he can't swim. He sure did. And with uh, Lori Pet with Tank Girl running at him, and then somebody's arms flailing in the water, and then he woke up. I yeah. remember that series of images. Meanwhile, back in the basement, the uh, we're in a basement. The kids find a bathtub full of blood in the room. Yum! With and a bunch of backpacks and heads, and heads. And Lori Petty at some point earlier said something about like all the other ones were boys, but this time it was a girl. But she fit the qualifications, so it was fine. Yeah. And then Johnny has himself some sort of episode. He gets real cold, like. And shakes. Shivers. And the whole building, like, shakes. Yeah. I'm sure it's not related in any way. No, no, it's fine. And he, uh, he transforms into the fucking Otik monster. Yeah, it's like, it looks like little Otik. Only it moves like it was in a, stir in a disturbed video. It was down with the sickness. Wah. Oh, oh. 
<laughs> See, Chris is even in on it. <laughs> doop, doop. And then, uh, yeah. And then it chases her around the basement until she hides in, like, a coal furnace. Yeah, like and you then, do. Yeah, and then it finds her there and she tries to climb up the coal chute. But it they just extend its arm, Mr. Fantastic style, after her. And she ends up falling back down into the basement. Yeah. And then we uh, we learned some of the backstory of all this. Where when Johnny was a young man, turns out he's the son of the accomplished musicians. Yep. And uh, he had a bad case of drowning. Yep. Because the lake was too deep? I guess. So they, uh, Lori Petty and husband call upon. Yeah. And the husband can't swim. Yeah. So he couldn't go out and save him and she was too far away. And so he drowned. And they turn him into some kind of vine corpse and have a ritual. Yep. And, uh, you know, they have to feed him corpses or feed him people until he could become a real boy. So he's like a cannibal corpse. Hell, I like Cannibal Corpse. Yes. Okay. I'm on the same page with you now. And uh, back in the basement, Johnny turns back into Johnny from the little Otik monster. And uh, he's like remembering because they drug him to not remember how he's a kill monster, I guess. Yeah, they gave him some Versed. Otherwise, you'll know. And. Yeah. He- and he's like, I could kill myself. And she's like, no, nah, I don't do that. Well, you could kill yourself, he says, by writing in dirt and nodding towards a noose. And she's like, also no. And he says, well, then I guess I'm going to turn into a monster and kill you. Yep. So he does. And he eats your guts. Delicious, delicious guts. Mmm, all the gutty works you can eat. It's a gutty works buffet. And so the uh, the ritual has been completed, so he walks through the bone arches, which makes him a real boy. Well, yep. not dead. But it turns out that he double-crossed everybody. Yes. And made a deal with the little Otik monster that in exchange for two people, he gets to bring back the girl. Yes. And so his parents get eight. Exploded. The girl comes Probably. back. He drugs All, her. Yeah, he drugs her so that she doesn't remember. And then he takes her down to the the lake. And he tells her he's going to help her remember. And everything's going to be okay. Yeah reasonable and it's a nice uncomfortable happy ending and then if you then you go to the other episode and you watch imprint yep episode two imprint. Oh, episode 13 episode 13 yeah which originally didn't air until it came out on dvd yeah because it's it's a mike uh, joint, so it's a little fucked up. It was too hot for TV. 
even premium TV. So, imprint. So, imprint. We start off in uh, the beginning. Old times Japan. Feudile. Yeah. And we have what? What'd you call him? Discount David Carradine? Yeah. In a boat with a bunch of Japanese guys that they're pulling through a marsh. Yeah. And he's traveling to an island because he's well, looking lots for of uh, the commercial sex workers. Yeah. He's looking for a specific sex worker. A particular prostitute. Yes. Because he uh, promised a long time ago that he was going to free her from the life. And take her back to the, the Americas. Yeah. So they end up on uh, the island. Yep. And all the guys in the boat are like, hey, look at all the... All the women that we can pay to sleep with. Yay. And they run off. Meanwhile, he's like looking through the window. The They have them in like tiger cages, tiger cages. And like all the girls are at the, the front of the cages trying to entice the men, except for the one girl who's just kneeling in the background and not paying attention to the men at all. Yeah. You know, something's up with her because her color palette is entirely different. Yes. And uh, she's blue. Everything else is everyone else is like reddish pink. And uh, and of course, of course, uh, discount David Carradine is like, who is that girl? I want the broken one. Yeah. And the uh, the I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be the madam or the master of the house. The pimp lady. Well, the the little person. Yeah, missing part of the nose. Missing part of their nose. Was that the little backwards-talking guy from Twin Peaks? It was not. Ah. No, it was not uh, Michael J. Anderson. Ah. I didn't know him by his government name. Yeah. He's He's in Carnival, and he's really good in Carnival. Everyone should watch Carnival. It's only two seasons on Netflix. Got Clancy Brown in it. Carnival. You can't go wrong with Clancy Brown. Nope. Not as a bad guy, you can't. And so uh, they meet up in the the room where Discount David Carradine... Well, he had asked uh, the androgynous, uh, missing-nose little person if there was a girl there named Kamehameha, and then that person was like, no, there isn't, and there never has been. Yeah, and but you can sleep with this girl if you want to, and he's and then David, discount David Carradine. He's like, no, I just want to go home. Or I want to leave the island. Like, oh, no, no, no boats leaving the island till till dawn. So you might as well spend the night with a woman while you're here. He's like, fine, I'll take that one. Fine, if I have to. So they uh they have a little chat where he asks her the same question. If she's seen uh, his lady friend. Kamehameha. And, like, and she's like, yeah, Kamehameha. she did. Ha. And he uh, he doesn't take that news well. No, he kind of seems a little upset by the fact that the woman he would want to like bring back to the United States with him is dead. Not excited. Nope. Though she asks why he's so interested in her, and he's like, he reminds me of my little sister. 
Yeah, yeah. that was a weird thing to say. Yeah. Well, and it's a testament to this particular episode that that somehow becomes the least weird thing that happens. <laughs> yeah. Bottom three, anyway. Uh, and then, so he's like, well, tell I'm a journalist, so tell me, like, all about yourself or and or Kamehameha. And she's like, well, fine, I'll tell you a story. Yeah, a bedtime story. Because this is the kind of story I would want to hear right before I went to sleep. Yeah. And, so, and how's that story go, Chris? Well, turns out when she was a girl, her parents were of uh, low means. Her yes, they were beggars, I believe, was the term used. Her dad uh, had a bad case of lung rot. Yep. And her mom was a midwife. Yes. And uh, they, uh, you know, they they barely were making it, but then they had her, and she came out with a bad case of weird face. Yeah, stra- yeah. So I guess we didn't mention that before. This lady, like her right eye and right the and right lip are are kind of like pulled back and up a little bit. So she kind of has like half Jack Nicholson Joker face. Didn't they huck her into a river when she was born? Not yet. Yeah. I mean, something else. Other she, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, her dad ends up dying from lung rot. Her mom uh, can't afford her. to keep her anymore. So, yeah, she sells her or gives her to the Willy Wonka pimp. Yeah, I was like, it's nice to know that pimps dress weird in all cultures, not just the United States. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where did you get a top hat in feudal Japan? That's wild. Anyway. <laughs> yep. So she uh, ends up at the brothel. Where, where uh, she meets Kamehameha. Yeah, and everybody's real mean to her on account of her uh, face. Except yep. for Kamehameha. Where she offers her rice and paste. Mmm, rice and paste. Probably fish paste. And uh, everybody was jealous of Kamehameha because she got all the Johns. And, yeah. You know, that but increased also, your standing. Yeah, and she kept like going on about how she was actually like from a rich family and there was a man, an American man, who was going to take her back to the United States. And they all laughed at her because if she was rich, why was she here? And also, we, everyone's been told that they're going to get rescued by someone, and that never, ever happens. She got yeah. laughed at by all the prostitutes, just like Chris. Yeah. Well, that's because of my side hustle, where I am a specifically a stand-up comedian at brothels. I was going to go with like a brothel clown. Well, I depends. like brothel clown better. That just sounds more fitting for. Well, Chris. that's only for birthday yeah. parties. I'm just imagining all the balloon animals that you you make. All <laughs> condoms. You got to use magnums. <laughs> there you go. Extra, extra. Oh, yeah, that makes me think of. Uh, yeah, never mind. There's a bit in the babysitter killer queen about extra, extra large condoms. The hard Let's part the is magnums, the, They're all eels. The spermicide makes it real hard to twist them, though. Tastes yeah. weird too. 
so uh they they have a little friendship going. The madam is a jerk, of course. Yes. And, and uh, she her jade ring is stolen. Yeah. And uh at the scene of the crime, they found a hairpin which happened to belong to uh Kamehameha. And all the girls are like, "Oh yeah, like she was she totally was talking about how great your ring was and wanted your ring and basically everyone points the finger at Kamehameha except for blue-haired stretchy face." Yeah. So they take her to the linen closet, which is really more of an entire floor, but Yeah, it's more of an attic. Yeah, the linen attic. Where they uh they proceed to um give her the business. Yeah, let's see. So they're not allowed to hurt her face because they got to keep her pretty for the Johns. And so they beat her a little bit on the the body. Yeah. Just soften her up a little bit. They burn her armpits with some incense. Yep. That was pretty gnarly. Uh, And then they break out the needles that they start putting underneath her fingernails. Chris liked that part. Yep. Yeah. We all Chris loves the the nail trauma, uh, and then just to uh, to get extra special, they they because she still refuses to say where the jade ring is. She says she doesn't know, and they pull back her lips and start inserting ne- needles like above the gums and her above the teeth and her gums like in yeah. the top and then below her the the teeth and her gums in the bottom, and that I think is probably one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> that was, oh, that was, that was super gnarly. That was worse than Achilles heel trauma. Yeah. And then just to make sure that she's really bad off, they hang her upside down so she can piss all over herself. She had a tinkle. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. horrible. Yeah. I like, and I, of course, like, like her, like robe falls open a few times, but there was like, you know, like, Ooh, you know, there was no titillation to this torture at all, which, you know, I think is good because a lot of times they, they kind of make it titillating at the same time. And I don't, there was nothing that said sexy time about this torture to me at all. It was just, you wanted to look away, but you couldn't look away. And it was, it was rough, but rough in a good way. Yeah. So they uh they just kind of leave her there in a little pile, all tied up and looking real bad. And uh, old Stretch Face comes to give her some water, but it turns out that she has hung herself. Yep. And that's a uh, bedtime story over. Sleepy time yep. now. Let's all go to right. bed. And for some reason, discount David Carradine isn't real happy about that story. Yeah, he's like, I'm not buying what you're fucking selling, lady. Yeah, she knew I was coming for her. She never would have hung herself. Like, that can't possibly be what happened. Yeah, he demands the real truth. The actual truth. Nothing but the yeah. truth. He wants true facts. To help her Satan. And she's like, well, okay, if you really want to know. Turns out... The real story... That her dad was a horrible monster. He was an alcoholic dude who, like... Just his favorite word to say was sake, apparently. Yeah. And beat his, beat his wife uh, a lot. Yeah. And his wife. Who, 
His wife wasn't like a midwife. She was a specialist. Yeah, yeah. Which means she helped other women get rid of any uh, problems they might have had involving being pregnant. Yeah. And they would just take the fetuses and throw them in the river. Yeah. And don't worry. They'll show you. A lot. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Stretch Face helped her out. You gotta learn the family trade. Well, first Stretch Face was introduced to the specialization of hers. But didn't die. Remember when I blurted out earlier? Yes. And, yeah, they uh, threw her in the river, and she didn't. Friend, two days later, she was still alive. So they they took her out in and took her back and kept her alive. From taught her the family trade of alcoholism and throwing fetuses into the river. This is a tough yep. one. We'll keep her. And uh, so that's what she does for a while. Until the Buddhist monk that we didn't mention earlier rapes her. Mm-hmm. And then her dad rapes her. Mm-hmm. And then she clubs her dad over the head while he's taking a piss. Yeah. And then she runs away and joins the brothel. A brothel. Yeah. And uh, at the brothel, it turns out that it wasn't just some mystery conspiracy. She was the one who stole the ring and set up... Yep. Kamehameha. Yep. And uh, she didn't hang herself after the torture. She was murdered by old Stretchface. Murderly Erdlerd by old Stretchface. Yeah, Chris. Uh, Because as Stretchface puts it, it she deserved to go to heaven, and if she was my friend, since I'm a horrible fetus river monster... That uh, she wouldn't get to heaven just by knowing me and being nice to me. Yeah. So basically, she doesn't want to be a part of any club that would have her. Yeah. So the only way to make sure she got to go to heaven was, you know, to kill her. Yep. And uh, somehow or another, that sits right or more right with Discount David Carradine. Yeah. But not completely. He still thinks something's off about this thing. Yeah. Well, and it's good. That's why he's a journalist, because he's got those good instincts. Yeah. Because as she's uh, recounting the story, her head flap starts acting up. You know, yes. like we have. Yeah. Yeah, on the right side of your head, underneath the hair. Yeah. And then uh, Vampire Hunter D. Hand shows up in her <laughs> Thank you. brain. I thought about that, too. <laughs> I like. Do we have accidental demon hand month happening? <laughs> inadvertent. What are the <laughs> odds? I mean, really. <sighs> and so, and it, uh, turns out the gate again. That uh, she has a demon hand monster that is her her twin. I think. Yes, it is her twin and also her sister. Because yeah. that's how that works. And yeah, we covered that earlier. <laughs> And it uh, lives in her brains. Or at least the side of her head. Yeah. And it, and it uh, wanted the ring. It wanted the ring. It, it always gets what it wants. It convinced her to club her dad to death. Yes. Well, but we also get the we get the rest of the story, according to Paul Harvey. And, and uh, it turns out that her mom and her dad were brother and sister. Mm-hmm. 
And that was why they tried to kill her originally because she was an inbred monster. That's why her twin lives in her head. Uh, and yeah, and that's why she, and her sister was one who talked her into killing their dad after he raped her. Uh, and, and, and then let's see, was there anything else that made that story worse? Uh, no, I think we covered the horrible nightmare that is everything about her existence. Okay, good. And then, uh, oh, and then get this, listeners. This is when things get weird. Yeah, this is when we, things get weird. Because up until now, it's been totally followable and rational. And normal. Yeah. Regular stuff. So, uh, Discount David Carradine decides he's going to uh, shoot her. For her transgressions against Kamehameha. Yeah. And uh, she can't die, though. So she Apparently. says. Yeah. So she gets one in the sh- chest. Yep, she gets one in the chest, and she just stands back up like, dude, what do you think you're doing? I'm like at least two people here, so like shooting me in the chest doesn't do anything. So he uh, shoots her in the head. Shoots her right in the twin. But then she... Turns into Kamehameha? Yes. I think. Or maybe he just hallucinates her turning into Kamehameha. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. And then we cut to prison cell. Where... Oh, don't forget she was trying to uh, feed him her brains. Oh, that's oh yeah. True. Kamehameha pulled the brains out of the... the the back of her skull that had been blown off by the gunshot and then like just tried to like smear him in them into his mouth. Yeah. And it makes a real gross noise when it hits the floor. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, he's now in a prison cell. The guards bring him fetus buckets. Fetus stew. Soup. Yeah. And he doesn't, and he, it's not okay with that. Yeah, he doesn't care for it, but don't worry, Kamehameha and a ghost girl are there with him. At least in his mind. Or maybe for real? Who knows? It's an illusion. And then it's over, and you're like, no, I understand who directed this. Yep. I get it. This is 110% Mike. Yeah, and that's that's imprint. Uh, indeed, it was imprint. So hot, Lana. Yeah. What do you think of varying episodes of Masters of Horror? I like them both. I liked imprint a little better than I liked uh, Fairburn or whatever it is I'm supposed to say. Imprint was great. It was wild. It was the most Japanese thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I the the fingernail and the mouth torture that was that was pretty wild. That kind of had me gripping my stomach a little bit. And yeah, that was that was pretty nuts. I couldn't the the poor man's David Carradine, right? Is that discount what we're saying? David Carradine. Discount. I'm sorry, David Carradine. He was rough to watch act. He kind of reminded me of that Tommy Wysaw guy from the room or whatever. <laughs> he was just, he was, I, he must have just showed up that day. They're like, hey, you, come here. 
I think the guy's name was Billy Drago, and so I think they probably just cast him because he had an awesome name. Right. Yeah, he was. He was like Billy Warlock couldn't be couldn't be found, so they went with Billy Drag Drago instead. And then the uh, the other one, the fair haired child or whatever. I don't know. It was all right. It wasn't awful. It just seemed like a beefed up episode of Goosebumps to me. It really wasn't anything to write home about. The end was kind of, kind of weird, kind of confusing, I guess. But overall, either weren't bad. Uh, I would wouldn't mind watching the rest of the series. So I suppose I would recommend it. Lit and all that. Indubitably. Indubitably. Go ahead. I was not a huge fan of the fair-haired child. It's, uh... It's fine. It's serviceable. It's just not incredibly interesting. The little Otek monster is cool. It's creepy. Oh, yeah, I did like the little monster guy. I failed to mention. The idea of it's more interesting than the execution of said idea. It's just kind of... I think it, it probably suffers from there only being an hour as opposed to like a feature length runtime. I think that one probably could have been better if they had a little more time. Maybe make crank the suspense up a little more. I don't know. As it stood, not super interesting. It had its moments, but not a fan of that one. But Imprint, on the other hand, I'm a big fan of. It just... Every time it, there's a twist, it cranks it up a little bit more, and then there's another twist, and then it cranks it up a little bit more. And the the pacing of the twist to the weirdness escalation, just as you get the first twist and you're like, oh, that's weird. And then you're like, oh, that's... And then you don't get a chance to reconcile with the twist being more weird. And then there's another twist and you're just like, oh, oh, oh. oh what? Oh, okay. Chris is showing us his O face. Yep, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely understand if imprint isn't your thing because you kind of have to know what you're getting into. I mean, Showtime paid to have this made and then said, this is too hardcore for a paid cable network. So that lets you know what you're getting into. If you're listening to this podcast, all seven of you, then you'd probably be okay with it because it's it is definitely if you've seen audition you would definitely be okay with this the torture stuff is bad in the best possible way it's not weird and fetishized and an excuse to have a girl writhe around and make vaguely sexual noises it's super unpleasant and it it felt like a fully fleshed out feature length film at only an hour. 
I would say if you only had time to watch one of these, watch Imprint. But I don't think you could go wrong with checking out any of the Masters of Horror stuff. I've seen a few other ones besides these two, and I've liked everything I've seen. The weakest one I've seen so far is the fair-haired child one. But I say, give it a go. You can find it on, what, Tubi? For free, so it's not like you're out anything but a couple of commercials. You can buy it on Prime as well if you want to do that. But Yeah. But if you just want to give it a go, check it out. Watch a couple of commercials for Fox programming and then see what you think. What do you say, Troy? Uh, so the Fairbairn, I was not a fan of. I was bored through most of it. Uh, the little Otik character only like really got me because he moved like in uncanny Valley kind of ways. Like they, they fucked with like the shutter speed or something when they were, when they did it. Um, and so it made kind of like jerky and twitchy, which I really like enjoyed. That was probably about the only part of this I did enjoy. Uh, like, I mean, Lori Petty did her best with what she had. They didn't give her enough. Uh, so I feel like they kind of like deserve like a flag for like misuse of a Lori Petty because she's way better than they gave her a chance to be. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it was obvious from the beginning that he was the monster because he'd been apparently been hanging there for a good five to 10 minutes, uh, and was not dead or just magically appeared hanging there, which also is not normal. So that that reveal was not a reveal to me at all, um, especially the way they shot around the uh, the drowning character's face in the flashback. Uh, I don't know. I didn't like it. The ending is kind of like I think it's supposed to be a happy ending, but the dude like wipes her memory and gaslights her, which I don't think is the, what you're supposed to do to people. So that he's not a good guy either. Uh, so just fuck everybody in that movie except for the girl. She seemed to be the most normal of them uh, or the episode. So, yeah, I think you should skip the Fairbairn. Um, yeah, Imprint. I think you guys did a good job of saying pretty much everything I liked in it. Uh, I, des- I described it as Rashomon meets the dark half meets audition. Uh, it's It's mean. It's brutal. I think it introduced me to something worse than nail or Achilles tendon trauma. Uh, so thank you, uh, Mr. Mike. Um, yeah, like if you if you're a little like numb to most horror, this episode will probably stir something in you and make you feel something again. So I would recommend it for that. If you're new to horror. Uh, do not watch the imprint because it will probably uh, turn you off of horror for quite a while. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed it because it was just so fucked up. Um, which probably said something horrible about me, but you know, that's the way it is. Uh, yeah, I think, I, re- I think, I think our listeners would really enjoy imprint. So I'd say give it a watch. Uh, what are we watching next week, Chris? We are watching Mirrors. As suggested by my sister-in-law. Kiever Sutherland. Yes, with Kiever Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Sunderland. 
Sunderland. Kiever Sunderland. You know, like they had lead exploitation, they have Sunderland place, the Sutherland place exploitation as well. He was a lost boy. Yeah. He was the most lost of the boys, as I recall. Uh, you're the most lost boy I've ever seen. I don't know. I feel like Alex Winters got kind of lost because he not only got lost in space, in space, but also in time. Whoa. What if other people wanted things and such and so forth? Wait, what? I thought that was a real answer. I'm sorry. What was your question? <laughs> How did you think that was a real answer to anything? Oh, uh, we've been doing this for so long. I don't know what to say all the time. <laughs> Facebook's because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Pandora, the internet, Etsy, uh, tw- <laughs> Twitter, Slaughter Prince, Reddit, SHP Podcast, Store, Patreon, and Discord.SlaughterhousePrincess.com, SlaughterhousePrincess.com, the internet. You have both internets. All the internets. Internet 2. So come back next time for Mirrors. And what other podcasts think about movies? We'll drink about movies. Bye. I have no idea what you're going to do for the outro on this, Chris.